Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one inimitable page of Tomlid each day. And on today's pages, Bavakama 106 and 107, boy, do we have a treat for you. Have a listen. Gamara answers, it is in accordance with the statement of Rabbah. As Rabbah says, for what reason did the Torah say that one who admits to a part of the claim must take an oath? It is because there is a presumption that a person does not exhibit insolence by lying in the presence of his creditor, who had done him a favor by lending money to him. And this person who denies part of the claim actually wants to deny all of the debt so as to be exempt. And this fact that he does not deny all of it is because a person does not exhibit insolence. Now, uh, I've seen a few movies like Wall Street or The Wolf of Wall Street, and I don't know how I feel about this notion of a person does not exhibit insolence by lying in the presence of his creditor. It struck me as a big question. So I called in the big guns, my teacher and yours, our dear friend, Rabbi David Bashevkin. How are you, my friend? Liel, what an absolute privilege and pleasure to be discussing this passage, which is such a fundamental legal rule that we find in the Talmud. Essentially, what the Talmud is telling us here is that if somebody owes somebody money or is accused of owing somebody, hey, you owe me $100, and somebody says, no, I don't owe you a dollar, I don't owe you anything. If you deny the entire claim, you have more believability than if you say, I don't owe you $100, I only owe you $50. That if you admit that you owe a little bit of money, then you have to take an oath. Now, why do you have to take that oath? Because this is what the principle in the passage of Talmud is coming to tell us, that we have a presumption that someone is admitting a little bit because it is too hard to actually deny everything. Now, it's very interesting that you bring up, you know, Wolf of what We know people who do lie. So what exactly is this principle, in fact, doing? This is actually explained further by Tosephus, a very important Tosephus, known as Tosos Rabenu Peretz, who actually says the way this mechanism works is that someone's not going to deny everything. They're not going to deny everything, so they'll admit a little bit. And that way they'll be believed. So we make them we make them take an oath. Now the question that you would have, this is a little bit of Talmudic thinking, is that we generally have a principle called a migu. A migu is an Aramaic term, I believe, that says, why don't you believe me that I only owe you $50 and not $100 because I could have technically said just denied it all. I could have said, I don't owe you a penny. A migu is essentially a believability based on a different claim that the person could have made. And what Tosos explains is that this presumption is saying you cannot rely on that migu, on that alternative claim that you could have said, because if you didn't actually make it, like verbally, you don't believe you just because it's an alternative claim you could have said, because of this chazal because of this presumption that somebody will not lie. It doesn't mean that nobody ever lies. It just means that we can't rely on this alternative claim. 
Now, there's something very beautiful about this that I just want to spend 10 seconds on because I think it's so powerful and gets to the heart of everything that the laws of Nezikin, the laws of damages that we're discussing in this section of Talmud is about, and really about life itself, that the entire edifice of Talmudic law is built on this underlying presumption of trust within the marketplace. We know people do wrong, but we do believe that when confronted by somebody who you owe gratitude to, you owe them something, you owe them money, you damage them in some way, there's some obligation, then no one is going to stare somebody in the face and say, you've done nothing for me. And I think it's a moment of pause, I think in general in Talmudic learning, maybe we're not crashing our car into other people's stuff and doing hit and runs and running away. Maybe we're not, uh, you know, taking our cows, if we even owe any, and uh, goring other people. But I do think there comes times in people's lives when we are confronted by people who we owe ourselves. Maybe we owe our upbringing, our education. They've done acts of kindness for us. And sometimes we may be reticent to really express our gratitude and our indebtedness in serious ways. And this passage of Talmud is a reminder that when you stare somebody in the eye and they've really done an acts of kindness for you, they've loved you into being, to paraphrase the words of Mr. Rogers at the Daytime Emmy Awards, they've loved you into being, they have done something, you owe them something, that when you stare them in the eye, the Talmudic approach is to give them the fullest, most expressive sense of gratitude because the entire marketplace of Talmudic ideas is built on the principle that when you look somebody in the eye who you really owe something to, you would never, God forbid, deny that gratitude and you admit and say thank you for helping me and loving me into being. Baruch Hashem. Rabbi David Veshevkin, what a, what a way to rescue beauty and truth from the clutches of a conversation about debt. Thank you so much and we are all in your debt. My absolute privilege and pleasure. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, then you are really going to love the new book just published by me. It's called How the Talmud Can Change Your Life, Surprisingly Modern Advice from a Very Old Book. You can order it now at your local bookstore or directly from the publisher through the link in this here podcast description or through that big online store whose logo is, you know, a smile. As always, please go rate and review Take One on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. You could get your Take One t-shirts and mugs and other swag at tabletstudios.com and you could subscribe to our weekly newsletter at tabletm.ag slash take one newsletter. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Robert Scaramucci, Courtney Hazlett, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic. Talmudic.